Recording live from the Northeast Georgia Business Radio X studio, this is Northeast Georgia Business Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Northeast Georgia Business Radio. I'm your host, Tom Sheldon, and yeah, we're coming to you live from the beautiful Empower College and Career Center of Jackson County. I have with me two very special guests today. They do a lot of good stuff for the community. I'm going to give their names away in just a moment, but they're with the United Way of Northeast Georgia. Allison Always and Kay Keller. Ladies, welcome to the Northeast Studio. Thank you. Thank you very much. How are you? Doing pretty well today. It's a busy day, but we get to be in Jackson County a bit. Kay's been all over too. Yeah. Love to get out into our region and see the people that we support. How big is the region? Uh, we cover a 12-county region, so oh, wow. northeast Georgia. Wow. The United Way. We've all heard United Way, especially if you watch sports. You've heard United Way, right? Mm-hmm. But now northeast Georgia broke up into 12 counties. I'm getting all the, I'm digesting all this. Tell me specifically about the northeast Georgia area. We're located in Athens, but we spread out across, right. um, go as far south as Morgan and Greene County and all the way up to Hart and Elbert County. Okay. So covering those needs for all those counties, which is a diverse group of counties for sure. Sounds like it. So. Now, Kay, you're CEO. I am. Of the Northeast, was region, region? Is that uh, what y'all call it? United Way of Northeast Georgia. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're the CEO. Allison, what is your title? Yeah, I get to be the director the of... fill in wherever. Yeah, yeah. They just throw me in wherever people want to see me. Your furniture at this point. <laughs> That's, we need it over here. Yeah, okay. exactly. I'm the director of marketing and engagement, which allows me the opportunity to meet and chat with so many people. And it's, it's a true treat. It sounds like it. I would enjoy that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Okay, you mentioned needs, fulfilling needs. What kind of needs? Boy, that that could be open-ended. It it absolutely is open-ended. We, with listening to our community and looking at data from our community, we have focused on three focus areas. So workforce development, age 16 to 24, early childhood success, age zero to five. So preparing children to be good lifelong learners. And then basic needs, which is food, shelter, crisis management, mental health, an array of needs for sure. Now, do you work with other organizations? We absolutely support local non- governments. We support nonprofits that are meeting those needs in the Northeast Georgia area, and we work, of course, with local governments to gauge those needs and then also for their support. Gotcha. A facilitator is, is that a good thing? I'd say that's a good thing in this situation. A facilitator? Absolutely. I'd say we're a facilitator. We really like to see ourselves as connectors and collaborators. For us, it looks like ways that we can bring people to the table and that we can also support our partners. And those partners can be our nonprofits. They can be our government entities. It can be making sure that our neighbors have all of the resources they need and that we're building capacity amongst our nonprofits and our neighbors. Gotcha. Now, the three focus focuses that you name, what workforce, child development, basic needs, is there one that stands out of the three? Or are they all pretty, they're all, well, everything's important. The biggest glaring need 
The biggest glaring challenge, need. Yeah. Maybe challenge is probably a better word. The biggest word. glaring need at the moment is the one that the community needs. Um, that specific moment. Yeah, at that specific moment and that specific county. Um, okay. Because those counties are so different, meeting the needs across 12 counties is a challenge collectively as a region, not county by county, but as a region, meeting those needs. I was about to say something witty, and it wouldn't have come out this way. The needs in Barrow County are different from the needs of another county south of here or, or northwest or east or whatever. Absolutely. And the needs of Barrow County today may not be the needs of Barrow County tomorrow. I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever evolving. Yeah. But that's, you know, one of the reasons we focus on these three areas is because maybe those specific needs evolve, mm-hmm. but they still, what we have noticed is they fall within those three areas. So we know that that's, those are the places to focus. When you fulfill a need or, or attempt to, you're supplying resources, funds, physical, help me out here. All of the above. Okay. <laughs> really, we are, um, we, are, we are supporting financially those needs, um, of course, but they are, that comes with a responsibility to show impact, to be able to measure and show that we're moving the needle. Um, our, we have to be able to show that to our donors, and mm-hmm. our donors invest in us in a way that they know that they can trust where their dollar is going. For me, anyway, the United Way has been around for so long. <laughs> right? No, but yeah. it has mm-hmm. years of amazing work, but it gets to the point where we kind of maybe, and I'm talking layman myself, maybe forget exactly what it is you do mm-hmm. or how you do it. We're so used to it. It's like a given. Yeah. So enlighten me. Yeah. So a lot and of people. I, I'm just a podcast host. I'm not real bright. You know, so. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people probably have this memory of United Way, either growing up, their parents, you know, gave so they could have yeah. Jeans Day. They yeah. heard about United Way, as you say, through sports. Mm-hmm. We are a part of that larger entity, and we're grateful to be a part of United Way Worldwide. But, and I say this with all um, care for United Way, we are a local nonprofit. Okay. We are based here. We serve here. Our board is from here. We are invested in our Northeast Georgia region. Every local United Way is invested and serving and connected to the community that they are in. Gotcha. So that's where we come in as United Way of Northeast Georgia is that we are that connector here mm-hmm. and we're grateful to have, you know, a worldwide support system that helps us have other network connections. Right. So as a local nonprofit, we are able through that to be connected with other local United Ways and see what they're doing and and maybe bring that in and vice versa. But all in all, United Way of Northeast Georgia is our own local here to serve you nonprofit. So within reason, resources obtained here, stay here. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Well, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good to know. It is. No, it's very good to know. There's something in my notes. 211 211 what does that mean so 211 is 2-1-1. our hum- yeah 211 is our human and health service line um, basically any human and health service need that you have whether that be food access whether that be financial resources perhaps paying a power bill perhaps mm-hmm. uh, a medical bill anything along those lines you might need help securing a job. You might need access to any human and health service. You call 211. It's free to the caller. We support that out of our office. And when you call 211, you give your zip code and they source local resources for you. So that's any nonprofit, any access to any resources is available on 211. That's where getting back to the having the network. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That's why that's so important. It's vital. It's vital. And making sure, I mean, you know. Wouldn't work without it. it that, Honestly. Right. And and we believe in making sure that everybody has access to those resources. And we want to meet people where they are. It's why, you know, we do it based on your zip code. We find you local resources. I like that. Yeah. I really do. Well, someone here in Jackson County, I don't want to speak for anyone in Jackson County. I live in Jackson County. If they need something and you're sending them to East Atlanta. That's not helpful. It, they're probably not going to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Flat out. But think if you can if you can text your zip code yeah. to 898-211. Okay. In your hand, you then are sent resources based on what you need. You have them in your phone at your fingertips. So say you're looking for assistance and you say, I need help with rent. And I'm in Jackson County in mm-hmm. this specific zip code. You will get those resources sent to you. Maybe it's nine o'clock at night and you think, I don't have the energy to call right now. Right. Well, then you wake up the next morning and look, that phone number is still in your phone. Mm-hmm. You can call them that next morning and say, I'm ready to make this phone call. You have it at your fingertips. That's good to know. Your network of, of organizations, do you shake these folks down? <laughs> I mean, that's a horrible way to put it. But you just don't let anyone just sign up, I imagine. Well, so so speaking to that, we don't shake them down. Okay. Um, That's how, a horrible uh, way yes. to put that. I apologize. However, we do vet them. Vet Could them. That's a that? much better Can way of saying that. we use that word? So we vet them. We can definitely. Mm-hmm. I apologize for that. You're good. Um, we vet them so that we know that they are organizations and uh, resources that can serve the needs of our, of our area. And we also are constantly following up with them. How have hours changed? How has mm-hmm. your outreach changed? Has your location? changed? What are the things you're doing now, the services perhaps, that you didn't provide before and you provide now? So we are constantly staying in touch with our 211 database and keeping that very, very current. Well, hey, listen, if there's someone in need, they may be a little vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Last thing you want is someone else, another whatever, taking advantage of that, making the situation worse. Right. That's why I even brought it up. Yeah. No, and we're we are grateful that there are resources and people that you can trust when you reach out to uh, 211. Cool. Because cool. they have been vetted. Yeah, they I, have I, been vetted. How do people get involved? They want to be part of this network. Yeah, so there are a variety of ways. We love to have our community members plugged in with United Way of Northeast Georgia. And there are, I would say, probably a, a few different ways, top ones. First off, Donations make a difference. All right. Sometimes we don't like, it's, it's hard to talk about, but when we invest our dollars, we can see an impact. Mm-hmm. And so we would support any, any kind of financial support. That can look like individual engagement, so individual donations. It can also look like, as a business, running a workplace campaign. So getting your business and employees plugged into the community. What we've seen, and I'm sure many of y'all listening know this, Businesses that plug in and connect with their community often have a higher retention rate mm-hmm. of their employees. So starting workplaces, workplace campaigns through United Way gets people connected to their community. It also means because we have three focus areas that offer a variety of supports, a lot of the employees can plug in with that and connect with it. We also offer volunteer opportunities. So we have our Days of Caring coming up. We do a week of service every October, which is a fun way to plug in. Um, We always love to have volunteers come and volunteer with us for landscaping, painting, resume building. It can run the gamut. So that's one of the ways we do it. We also have committees and different ways to volunteer that way. And then our probably one of what I think is one of the most fun ways people can plug in is we actually do grants every year 
And to review those grants, we need community members. Okay. So every summer, we get grant reviewers, about 45 of them from our region, wow. who helps us review our grants. And it's, I think, super fun. It makes you more aware of the needs and way more aware of the fun resources that exist. So um, those are just a few ways. All of those resources are available on our website. So if you get to review grants, you just, you're reading over them, you're interviewing the, the applicants? Yes, that sounds like fun. <laughs> it is. So if you want to join in, we've got space. <laughs> you know, I, I'm always up for stuff like that. A business having a program. Mm -hmm. Dive into that more. This is Business Radio X, right? Mm -hmm. This is what we do. Right. I want to know how more and more businesses can get involved. And when mm -hmm. they do, what do they expect? Mm -hmm. So I would say as far as businesses getting involved, we'll talk about a little bit about workplace campaigns. So the, one, yeah. Yeah, one yeah. of the great opportunities for businesses um, in partnership with United Way of Northeast Georgia is the opportunity for us to get in front of their employees, talk about the needs. We have employees who work perhaps in manufacturing facilities that can't get out into the community. This is a way that they can invest in the community without having the time to be able to get out into the community. Gotcha. If that same company company then has time for their employees to get out into the community and it can be you know we work with small businesses of single proprietor I was about to all ask the way you. up yeah all the way up to um, very large businesses with 11 1200 employees and larger okay um, so it kind of runs the gamut of you know who we work with um, then if there's opportunity for those employees to volunteer in the community we become the connector on that the company right. doesn't have to go out and seek someone. We can make those connections happen for the company. And as Allison talked about, those employees that engage in the community that they live, work, or play in right. are more likely to stay on their on their current jobs and be more satisfied with mm -hmm. their communities. Definitely. I agree with you on that. Totally agree with you. So it's not just fundraising. They can actually put in volunteer hours. Absolutely. Sweat equity. Absolutely. And you do help the company out by lining it all up. Mm -hmm. That's great. Thanks. I like that. We do too. Yeah, I, I bet you do, <laughs> especially when it works. Yeah. But no company too big, no company too small. Absolutely not. We'll work with everyone. That's nice to know too. Uh, you go to locations, you do virtual. We do all of the above. Give me a day yeah, in the life. Yeah. yeah, Allison. We do all of the things. So <laughs> there have been days where we have gone in at 6 a.m. shift change to talk to all of the employees nice. and then follow that up with a visit to a school system and share with them some of the needs and also hear from them what those needs they're seeing in their families. And then we could round that out with a packing activity with a sports team. So wow. it can it can be busy. Uh, so Sounds there, like it. There are so many ways, though. That's the fun thing. There's so many ways that people can get involved, and we just want to be able to help make that happen. You get them connected. That's the goal. Nice. I think you mentioned landscape or something like that. That, that perked my ears up. I wasn't expecting you to say that. <laughs> I was not. And why? I don't look like a landscape well, I, architect I, or I, something? I, believe me, I, I pay people to do that. I'm not doing that. But, uh, but no, seriously, it, that, that is a need. It is. and it's, There's needs that we don't think about. There are needs that we don't think about. And you, you have to keep in mind, um, you know, we, even as a local nonprofit, we have four full-time people in our office. How many? Four. 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 And we do not have a ton of outdoor space, but there are a lot of our, our, our partners, our nonprofits, who have a small team and do have property. One, it's expensive to keep your lawn maintained. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. hard to do it yourself when you're already working 
who knows how many hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we can do a little bit to help them and make the environment more inviting for their clients and their families, True. why not be able to do that? So it's it's a really cool opportunity for people to do things that maybe are in what they enjoy doing on a Saturday morning, but it helps people beyond what they can imagine. It sounds like it. It's not just fundraising. It's absolutely not just fundraising. It's, I, it's, I feel it, like I'm yeah. blown away here. but No, it, it's fundraising meets the needs. Right. And it's when we talk about a 12-county coverage area, and Allison told you that we have, you know, four people in a, one part-time in our office, and you said, how many? Yeah, that wasn't 14, it wasn't 40, it was that four. four, yeah. And, the, and one of the ways that we do that, well, a couple of ways that we, we cover 12 counties is our engaged board of 23 board members. So we have board members all over our region that have, have reach through their jobs and through where they live, where they work. And so that's one way that we do that. The other thing is all of the volunteers. I mean, we have a tremendous asset in our volunteers and those people that volunteer in different ways for us. Mm-hmm. Grant reviewers, those that work with us on Days of Caring, those that perhaps support us at different community events that we do. So it's volunteers, it's our, our board, which are all volunteer as well. Our office supports all of that. It all works together. It, it would have to mm-hmm. with four of you. Mm-hmm. Well, no wonder you drive everywhere. <laughs> we got a lot of good podcasts, you know, we, including some live radio. Really? <laughs> That's never a bad thing. No. Get the word out, folks. <laughs> if someone wants to become a volunteer or a business wants to get involved, yeah, I don't want to say a no-brainer for a business, but they more or less allow you to come in and you sort of kind of just run the show for them. Yeah, we do. We want to take that sounds all... almost mindless for the business. Yeah. Well, we want to take the burden off of the business. It does. It sounds like it does. And give them an easy route to stay plugged in and keep their community connected with their employees and vice versa. You know, our businesses, we ourselves, nonprofits are businesses. Oh, yes. Um, It takes a lot to run a business. Mm -hmm. If we can help and build those relationships, that is fruitful for everyone. So if, if you are a business and you want to plug in, we can do that. It's we think it's simple because it's exciting for us. So you're both fun. smiling when you say it. So it <laughs> must be. If you're lying, you're good. Let me tell you. Okay. So how does a business bring you in? How does a business get involved? They can simply reach out to us at our office. Um, we also uh, on our website unitedawaynega.org. Um, they could access us there through our contact us. Okay. Um, Allison and I are, of course, available to engage with those companies. Uh, if they'll just reach out to us, we will we will meet them where they are, and we will meet their need. We don't have a cookie-cutter approach to what every business needs. We we figure out what works for them at that time. Good deal. And, and work with them. UnitedWayNEGA.org. Is that the best way? That is the best way. Thank find you. all of the ways that we are involved, find all the ways you can be involved, and find ways to connect directly with us. Now, if I'm just, uh, maybe I'm retired, I'm just, I just want to be a volunteer. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just curious. I'm not a business. Same thing. Go to the website. Go to the website. Unitedwaynega.org. Yep. What did we miss before we get out of here? Give you the last word. I would say two things. One, so one of the ways we talked about these focus areas and we have grant reviewers. We do grants every year and we invest in 
programs that serve in those areas. For this next year, for 2024, we are investing $800,000 back into our region. Wow. And that is because of incredible donors across this region. We are very, very grateful for the support and the financial donations that have been made. We want to keep growing that. We want to keep investing and expanding. One other thing we like to talk about doing as a business standpoint is that we want to build capacity in our nonprofits. So we partner with other organizations like the Athens Area Community Foundation, a few institutes at UGA to offer nonprofit training series. So for those businesses that are nonprofits in this region, we encourage you to look into that. We have information, um, but we provide this every fall and spring. And they are two session days where we offer things like human resources human resources, financial management. We've done grant training, um, grant writing training. We want to make sure that our nonprofit businesses have some of the same resources to build their capacity as they are serving our neighbors. So those are two things that we really are proud to support. And we want to make sure that our business community knows that those are the ways we invest in growing. Where's that going to be at? That is going to be on September 28th at the Wimberley Center in Barrow County. We like to move it around and make sure we're all across our region. So that next one is coming up September 28th in the morning at the Wimberley Center. End of the month. What, next week? Mm-hmm. Next week. Next, next week. week. Yeah. Rolls around quick. Yeah. Forgive me if you said, how often do you have these? We have them each fall and spring. Okay. Um, a couple times a year. We do them a couple times a year and okay. they are um, a half day to almost a full day length. It's a so day. it's a, it's a commitment. I'm sure it's well worth the one day commitment. It is very much well worth the commitment. And I will tell you, prices are not they're not high, um, so it's doable. There is a fee. There is there a is charge. There is a fee. It's fifteen dollars. I believe that's, that's right. All. Mm-hmm. That's it per person. Mm-hmm. Per person. That's still cheap. So if you send, if you have a nonprofit and you want to come join us and learn some more, we'd love to have you. Do you feed them? We do. Really, and we they do. get fed. Yes, we do feed them. I think the most important part, and I'm assuming you're talking about feeding them lunch, but we're also feeding them content. Well, so of we are feeding them content that perhaps their nonprofit can't afford otherwise. So that's, we're giving that's often them, the yeah, case. We're giving them great resources and just um, that ability to grow their capacity and and strengthen their nonprofit. And those are not necessarily just nonprofits we support. We want all nonprofits. Nonprofit. In our, yes. Period. Now how do they sign up for that? They can also go to our website. Go to again. that website. Yep. I love it. Everything run through the website. Is there a capacity limit? Uh, I do believe you, for this one it's seventy five, it? but we're good. We're good for now. Good right now. We got some more spots. Okay. Yeah. Sign up now though. Good deal. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. Nice job. Anything else before we get out of here? Nope. Just check out our website, unitedwaynega.org, and follow us on social media. Oh, yeah, social media. Sorry. We're on Facebook and Instagram at United Way N-E-G-A, and then on LinkedIn at United Way of Northeast Georgia. Perfect. Ladies, thank you so much for being in here. Thank you. Thank you. You did a great job enlightening the host of what it is you guys do, you ladies do. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks. Folks, another great addition. Hey, check out unitedwaynega.org and uh, check out what United Way of Northeast Georgia is doing. I'm your host, Tom Sheldon. We'll talk to you soon.